broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Atari Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Hey, welcome back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. We're live at Baker's Sporting Goods. Good hanging out here. Plenty of sports to play here at Baker's Sporting Goods. I figured I might try doing each segment with, like, different sport. I like that. I got, I'll put a football helmet on. Yep. Got a catcher's mask over yeah, there. Yeah, I'll get in the catcher's gear lacros- for one a, We got lacrosse up in the house or not? Absolutely. I can't tell. Lacrosse yeah, lacrosse. Will be in here. No doubt. Right, I guess we are in Jacksonville after all. So, maybe I should throw on some goalie gear. So, now, the, the, they do sell, like, sporting goods, though, as well, right, Brent? Like, I mean, obviously, they, they specialize in jerseys and all that stuff and team outfitting. Yes. But it seems like they, they do have equipment as well. Oh, yeah, they got equipment. Do we buy what a, a bats What a and spot baseballs? by me right there, huh? That is very good. Yeah. Uh, it was very good. I'm they just appreciate being that here at Baker Sporting <laughs> I'm just being curious. But I have anything. more buckets of baseballs and softballs with Baker Sporting Goods logo on it Yeah. Uh, than, well, anywhere else. So nice. I've hit many a home runs with the Baker Sporting Sporting good baseball. Cool. Are they juiced or standard? They're pretty standard. I wish they were juiced. <laughs> uh, time Get to put on some uh, some goalie equipment right now here on the show. And welcome in Bob Arablo from the Jacksonville Iceman. Got a big W last night. And looking for another big one tonight downtown at the arena as the regular season winds down. Bob, what's happening, man? You excited about tonight? Hey, guys. Guys, how are you? You know, and you got to tell the guys at Bakers to... Uh, Start stocking some hockey gear for when we open up the igloo. Absolutely. I bet they will. No doubt about it. Yeah, no, we're excited. We, we had the big win last night against the best team in the league, the Florida Everblades. Uh, you know, we, we tied the game with less than a minute left in the game and, uh, and then came back and won in a shootout. Uh, so that was a huge win for us. And, uh, and tonight's the big one. Tonight, uh, we have three home games left tonight, next Tuesday, next Friday. And they're all against the Orlando Solar Bears, who just happen to be the people in the team that's in the fourth spot in our division, the last playoff spot. And we are right on their tail. So, you know, it's really important for us to win these games and for uh, not only for ourselves, but to give Orlando the loss. So, I couldn't be more excited or more stressed out right now. <laughs> uh, hey, Bob, I remember at least you're at home. <laughs> yeah, at least yeah. you're at home. Bob, I remember, uh, you know. I remember two, two years ago that uh, the the when we had the playoff run here against the Everblades, uh, the town got so excited about it, and that's same thing's going to happen this year. We're just uh, we just want to get in the playoffs. We feel with our with our, the depth that we now have on the team, two solid goaltenders that we could do some serious damage in the playoffs and, and hopefully bring a cup here to Jacksonville. You said it. You're stressed out. There's reason to be stressed out. I mean, some of these games, you, you're on a late-season push that's been ridiculously good. You get up to fourth, then you lose a couple in a row. But some of the wins have been like last night, shootout fashion, overtime, comebacks. I mean, Jason Christie must have aged about 10 years in the last two months. <laughs> I, I, I was sitting with the team doctor last night, and I said, uh, when, when you go downstairs, uh, you know, to check the team after the game. Make sure you listen to, to Jason's uh, heart because <laughs> if it's anything like mine right now, we may need a medic. Uh, I mean, this team, this this team cannot get games closer than they do, and I think the players are doing it just because they know Jason and I are older than them, and they want to see how strong we really are. 
Yeah. Well, Bob, and you also mentioned this a little bit, too. You have two great goaltenders right now. It, it seems like the depth that you guys have brought in, you know, it's firing at the right cylinders at the right time. Like, traditionally now, I mean, since we're getting towards the end of the season, do you not really see a lot of transactions now? Like, I mean, who you got is who you got? Or are you guys still kind of searching um, to try to bring up players or bring down players and things like that? No, this is pretty much the roster we're going to have the rest of the way now, um, you know, unless there's an injury or something. But, uh mm-hmm. The American Hockey League uh, above us has, has uh, their, they, their season's done. They, they didn't do playoffs this year because of COVID. Um, you know, so so this is the roster that we pretty much will have now. Um, so we don't have to worry about call-ups, uh, you know, and um, so we're, we're thrilled. You know, you talk about our goaltending. Charles Williams was the goalie of the month last year in the ECHL. And, uh, and now Kyle Kaiser's back. He's a future Boston Bruins goaltender. He was up in the American League for a while, and and he's playing just as solid as when he left. So, you know, in hockey, it always comes down to the goaltending. As you get closer to the playoffs and into the playoffs, the better goaltender wins the series for you. And, And we don't think that there's any team in this league that has two better goaltenders than we do. Yeah, well, that's a good thing to have. Bob Arablo with us from the Jacksonville Iceman. Huge game tonight. It was a big win last night. Obviously, they're chasing Orlando for that final spot. How have you guys done against Orlando this year, and uh, is there some confidence against the Solar Bears? Well, I'm not going to talk about how we do in Orlando because we're still over history in, in Orlando. But uh, but all three games are here, and this year right now we, we are uh, undefeated in six games against the Solar Bears here at the arena. Um, and, you know, we hope to make that seven, eight, and nine um, coming up here, um, you know, because, uh, uh, again, that's the team we're trying to climb climb over to get that last spot. Um, we've played them very solid here. Every game we play in, against Orlando here in, in Jacksonville is like a playoff game. Uh, neither, team, <clears throat> neither team likes each other very much, um, you know, and uh, – and they're all close but exciting games. And uh, so, so if I get past this game and my heart, my heart holds up, uh, then I look forward to the next game. Uh, that's a seven o'clocker tonight. Uh, I should probably know this, but how have you guys been? How are you doing attendance-wise? Are you going to open up if you do make the playoffs fully? Uh, we're seeing everybody start to open up, but they've been limited capacity. I was downtown yesterday. You had you guys going at the arena at seven o'clock. The Jumbo Shrimp going yep. at seven. They're limited uh, capacity until June eighth. So the next homestand, they'll open it up full go. Where are you guys on on that? If you make the postseason. Yeah, if we make when we make the postseason, Brett. When, um, when? We we uh, we are uh, we are contemplating opening the entire arena uh, for it, um, which would bring us to eighty five hundred. You know, we've had a great season in terms of fan support. Unfortunately, we've been at thirty five hundred seats, and and we've sold out all but I think three or four games. Um, so that's been that's been awesome. But uh, we want to share the playoffs with as many people as we can get. We think enough people have been vaccinated. All of the all of the people that uh, are much smarter than me when it comes to the virus and, and medicine are telling us that it's uh, it's it's safe to do so at this point. So so I think we'll finish up the regular season where we are and then uh, open it up so that as many people can enjoy the playoffs as possible. Uh, that'd be good. Uh, one last thing for you, Bob Arabo from the Jacksonville Iceman. Big one coming up, and uh, big down the stretch here for the Iceman, especially against Orlando, like we have tonight at 7 o'clock. We'll show you some highlights of that one on CBS 47 and Fox 30 later tonight with Action Sports Jacks. Uh, you mentioned the Igloo. Uh, last time we talked to you, that was just kind of yeah. launching that idea. 
uh, still in the early stages. I understand that, but how's it going? Is it progressing? It is progressing. We're actually trying to. Uh, looks like we're going to start construction and renovation uh, on August second. That was our target date. It was still on on schedule for that date. We'll be naming a contractor pretty soon. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the idea is to start August second, and then it's going to be probably a ten to twelve month project. But we're our goal is to always have one rink open. So whether it's the old rink, which is there now. And we build the new rink and then shut down the old rink, keep the new rink open, and, um, and you know, completely uh, renovate the, uh, the the current rink that's there. So within 10 months, we're hoping that uh, we'll have the whole thing done. We'll have two rinks, a sports bar that overlooks both rinks. Um, we'll have, you know, a Jacksonville Sports Hall of Fame. We'll have all kinds of different things in there, an eSports Center. Um, you know, we're just excited about it. For us, it's an opportunity to expand the sport of youth hockey and um, and really grow it. We'll have a great hockey director who, you know, will take over and, and, and really hit the schools real hard and, and stuff and get kids onto the ice. Um, we'll learn to skate, learn to play programs. I just can't wait for the construction to be done. You know, that's, that's my key now is getting it up and going, and then as soon as uh, August 3rd comes around, I'm going to say, is it done yet, you know? Because <laughs> <laughs> we are stuff. really excited about this center. It's gonna, it, that, that building is going to take a, a complete uh, change for the better, and, um, you know, uh, we're, we're excited about it. Yeah, I think it's a great footprint for the Jacksonville Iceman here in Jacksonville to be able to do that over at the uh, Sportsplex. Uh, and, by the way, when that happens, uh, Austin Lane will be giving skating lessons. Meanwhile, I'll be uh, – uh, giving whatever kind of lessons over at the sports bar. I'll be giving checking lessons more than skating lessons, I think. I can, I can <laughs> put somebody in the boards. That's about it, though. Yeah, I'm all right, man. I'm all right. Or two. Uh, I keep offering right. uh, Austin a contract. I don't understand. Now, yeah. he does have to play within the ECHL salary range, but, uh, you know. Um, <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's probably more than I'm making on the show, so it's all good. That's a good point. <laughs> By the way, I'll take I'll take a contract at the sports bar over there, okay? Uh, fair enough. Uh, we'll do that. Uh, yeah, Bob Arab, we we're just asking everyone to come out the, the, tonight, uh, next Tuesday. We still have plenty of seats available for both those games. Next Friday is our last regular season home game, and that one that is almost sold out. Um, so come out this, you know, tonight or next Tuesday and uh, really get behind the team that, that, is gonna, that is working really hard to bring playoff sports here to Jacksonville. Uh, you bet, Bob Arabo, Jacksonville Iceman. Good luck tonight, man. Keep that heart rate down. <laughs> Thanks, man. I hope so. My doctor tells me the season better end soon or you're going to be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll be there tonight uh, with all the highlights. Good luck. Have fun. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate Thanks. you joining I'll us. I'll see you later. Bye. All right. Uh, Jacksonville Iceman have been a lot of fun. Uh, really have one heck of a push down the last couple of months. Got a little nervous over the weekend because they lost a couple games after they had tied for that fourth spot. I was like, oh, no, they got there, but are they going to get over the hump? Well, they got it right in front of them now uh, with Orlando in town tonight. Played them a couple more times. So, a uh, big opportunity for the Jacksonville Iceman, Jason Christie, Bob Arabo, everybody uh, with the organization. Good luck to them. Again, we'll have some highlights of, of it tonight. 7 o'clock start down there at the arena and hopefully some playoff hockey right here in Jacksonville. We're live at Baker's Sporting Goods. Got, got the basketball in, in my hand. Uh, and 
How how good were you at like spinning the basketball? Okay, first of all, is that a woman's basketball? That, that, I don't that's know, a I big deal. It, it looks it pretty does small. Look small. Yeah, it looks small. Uh, I'm I'm not bad at spinning the basketball. How good are you at it? It could be a high school basketball. Is there a difference between high school basketball and a? I don't think so. Just the the ladies' basketball yep. is different. Mm-hmm. I believe it does so. look pretty small. I mean, I can almost palm it. <laughs> For sure, I was looking I at it. I'm like, I still can't. I mean, yeah. Can you palm a regular basketball? Of course, man. I come on, come, Brent. Come on, now. don't sell, sell me short. I just go up for two-handed dunks. Now we're talking. That's right. <laughs> or, or you can just by the philosophy that a kid told me once, who was my height, that I couldn't dunk it. Where when dunks start counting as three points, then he'll start dunking it. Uh, think about it. Really? When, when dunks start counting as three points, then he'll start dunking it. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. Until then, we'll shoot the jumpers. There you go, man. That's what Steph Curry says. Yes, sir. Uh, the or you could you dribble? Did you have any handle? No, nope, no, six, horrible, yeah. horrible handles. So probably, probably the, the the worst handles on the court. Um, Give me the entry pass. But uh, yeah, but but I was more more of a post guy, spot up shooter. Yeah. Uh, LeBron James and the Lakers. Yeah. Get back. To even with the Suns, was that a statement game for them, or just the idea that everything's going to be hard earned for the LA Lakers if they're going to win? No, I mean it was definitely a statement game. The last thing you want to do is go down 0 and 2, but they looked good last night, you know. And actually, Anthony Davis to me was the was the story. Um, you could kind of tell game one. Uh, he didn't come out firing on all cylinders. I think he took it personally in game two. Played a lot better uh, brand of basketball. And then on the other side, you know. The the Nets are the Nets. Um, you know, it's just they, they really look unstoppable because I feel like the Celtics are no slouches themselves. But when you have James Harden and Kyrie Irving and, um, you know, I, I, a little bit of Blake Griffin, but obviously Kevin Durant as well, uh, man, that's just the, – and with all due respect to Kuz and 76ers, I just feel like the Nets are going to be a very, very hard team to stop. What did you make of Kyrie Irving and talking about going back to Boston and bringing up uh, uh, racist remarks that had been made in the past in Boston? Boston for a very long time has been uh, – has that stigma, to be honest, uh, yeah. if you go way back in the day. Well, actually, a little surprised it still does, but it does. I mean, that's just – like, I think in that news conference, somebody yelled – that was off camera, everybody in the world knows it, and Kyrie Irving kind of said everybody in the world knows it, like something to that effect. So yeah. uh, are you surprised? Irving's had a very interesting year. Mm-hmm. Is that an – are you surprised that comment got brought up? Is that I, – I mean, if it happens, yeah. it happens. I mean, I don't understand if it if it happens, then why can't you bring it up at any time? I mean, no, is, for are sure. you supposed to be quiet about that stuff? No, that, you know, I was a little surprised with some of the remarks, like – Okay, why are you talking about that now? Is that going to be? Is this going? You know, you're two zero up. Uh, well, is there ever a bad time to talk about that? That stuff shouldn't happen. No, you're absolutely right. You know, and like he's not, he's not like, having any spoilers here. I mean, watch any ESPN thirty for thirty about the Boston Celtics the past fifty years, and that's that's a that's a subject that gets brought up a lot. Um, you know, in terms of the bigotry and then the racism and things like that. You know, like. I understand you're in the playoffs right now. You want to keep it to basketball, but you know where Kyrie Irving stands. You know where a lot of these professional athletes stand, where it is bigger than sports. And if they use their platform to maybe, you know, kind of shine a light of what's happening or how they feel, then more power to them. You know, I understand that it's going to be reached with a little bit of outrage, a little bit of disappointment, but, you know, that's not to say you, you can't, you don't have to work at, you know, if you work at like an Enterprise Rent-A-Car and if you see something wrong, well, you're going to say something. If you're in the NBA and you see something wrong or you hear something wrong, you're going to say something. So I'm never going to be mad at an athlete who, who uses their platform to speak up on the issues. 
I understand some people are going to be upset about that. It's just the way it is. You can't make everybody happy. But once again, I think props to Kyrie Irving for if he really feels a certain way, then more power to you, man. Speak your truth. All right. I've had this question for really the last week, but now that we're kind of in the playoffs and the Nets have looked good, I'll ask it. The yeah. Nets are the field. The Nets are, seem like such a dominant team. Yeah. They've got all the pieces. There's so much talent with Durant and Harden and, and, and Irving and, and many more. So what do you think? Uh, and Kuz, a lot you, of good teams. You can allude to this too a little bit. So like the whole thing about the Nets that I thought in the beginning was you know you didn't see Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and Harden on the court at the same time. And when with Blake, I always say Blake Griffin, but he's like you know he's the outlier. But like I, we never saw him during the regular season a lot at the same time. So we didn't know like how they were gonna gel together. And we didn't know if it was really going to work because, obviously, James Harden needs his points. Obviously, uh, Kevin Durant needs his touches and his points. So I was very skeptic of if it was actually going to work in the playoffs when they're back to full strength and trying to coincide together. Well, so far, so good. You know, they're, they're, they're playing as a team. They're swinging the ball around. So I'm still going to take the field just because it is the NBA and things can happen. But I guess my question to Kuz is, is how do you – how do you – because keep in mind, they haven't been playing together that long in terms of full strength, but it seems like they've already found their groove. Yeah, I mean – Yeah, yeah I'm here. I, I think, you know, what you'd have to do is is test the chemistry of the guys. You know, throw different looks at them, really apply tough defense to Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant and, and James Harden and see if they are able to or if they are on the same page. Now, you know, a lot of that is probably going to be the answer yes – but I think that's your that's got to be your approach right now. The the Celtics, in my opinion, don't necessarily look like a team that thinks they can win, and sure. so that's why we're there. But like if they go up against, for example, say a Seventy Sixers team where you have Joel Embiid, you have Ben Simmons, you have Thibel, all these great defensive players that you can give them, you know, a hundred percent of the time a hard time. I think that can really. Um, yeah. fluster them a little bit and maybe show the 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 kinks in the armor that may be there because they haven't gotten that chemistry down. No, for sure. I mean, we talk about Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. I mean, those are two candidates for Defensive Player of the Year. So I get where you're coming from there. But it's not like I'm trying to write off uh, Boston and say they're slouches when it comes to defense. You know, I mean, they they play yeah, a, right. a pretty uh, a great you know brand of, of defensive basketball. I mean, Stevens has them playing well. At least he did, and it's just like no no matter what they do, no matter how hard they play, like you can just tell sometimes that there's that there's a talent issue. Now sometimes the hard work and the defense and the and the chemistry uh, they can beat that talent. But I just think well, at least this first series, and once again, we'll see what happens down the line. But I just think this first series, you just see so much more talent uh, on Brooklyn's side where it's like you can't stop everybody. Either Kevin Durant, either James Harden, or Kyrie Irving, they're going to get their points. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's hard to assess because I think when you look at the Celtics, there's a deeper issue with the team right now. Uh, whether it's a chemistry thing, whether it's a you know a coaching thing, I just think there's a problem with them right now. So it's so... I kind of expected the Nets to to be able to get past this one relatively easy. Yeah. Well, Nets or the field, who would you take? Bucks. <clears throat> I think I would take the field, by the way. Yeah, I think, the and think in that I, scenario, you, you go field most of the times at the beginning of the playoffs. 
Yeah. Uh, so we'll see uh, if the Nets have the goods to get it done. They certainly have the talent <laughs> seemingly, uh, to get it done. Let's take a break. Uh, we'll come back. The latest installment of Brooks versus Bryson is playing out on Twitter as we speak. Do you think they're drawing us? Do you think they're both in on this thing? I don't think Kepka would do that. I thought about it. I really okay. did. Okay. But I, don't I hope think, not, Brent. I don't think Kepka would do it. It's not his doesn't seem to fit his personality. All I'm saying is, is I love what's going on right now. I'm, I'm, I'm all eyes on golf. But if this happens Wait. to be prefabricated, I'm going to lose all respect for the will game this, of golf. Will this okay? be like, um, will this be Brent's version of what you saw when uh, down at the Super Bowl? This will be Masvidal. This, this, this <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Maybe even worse because it's golf. Uh, we'll see. I will update you. The latest is kind of fun. Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka. What's happening? We discuss on ESPN 690. We come back. We're live at Baker Sporting Goods. Come on out. Say hello up until 6 o'clock tonight. Brent Martineau. How many push-ups did you do in three minutes? Did you try the challenge? Austin Lane. I don't need you lactic acid build up when I'm in fight camp. Brent, you kidding me? Take my word for it. I've been more than you. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. I mean, when it initially happened, there's a million emotions that go on throughout your head and you think of all the possible scenarios and things like that, but uh, you know, at the end of the day, I want to play football. I want to go out there and win games. That's what I do. And so, um, you know, it wasn't anything too crazy. It took a little while to get to get you know process everything, but you know, once I did, it was just go out there and ball. Uh, you know, you just got to attack it. NFL is a crazy business. Things happen, but you just got to attack it day by day and you know make the best of it. I'm not sure I know who that is. I feel like we might. Did we hear from him yesterday? No. Is that Bryson DeChambeau? No, it was NFL. <laughs> it oh, is. It I is know. NFL. <laughs> I know. It is a quarterback. Um, talking about it. talking about a team that drafted another quarterback, which is also his team. Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes. It's gonna be a point for me. Wow, very good. It's gonna be a point for me. That is very good. Go and put me on the board there. Yep. From long range. All right. So, the latest installment of Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau. This better be real. This is real. I'm saying... Do you have it in front of you? Like I just said, I'm about to bring it back in front of me, yes. But like I said, Brent, um, I'm on board. I'm following the golf narrative. All right? I'm going to actually follow some of these guys. Uh, This is entertaining. going. But this better not be fake. This better not be contrived just to get the ratings because I'm not going to be a sucker. So here's the deal, okay? Before you get to that, the story out today is the match, number four. Uh, Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady, they're running it back, Mm -hmm. all right? But it's going to be against Bryson DeChambeau and Aaron Rodgers. Brady actually tweeted out or wrote wherever on Instagram, whatever it was, but said two champions versus a scientist and a Jeopardy host. (laughs) Uh, So that will be uh, happening uh, in this summer, Mm -hmm. and this is something we've grown accustomed to. Tiger Woods participated. Brady's already been a part of it. Mickelson, of course, too. Peyton Manning was the last time around. It's entertaining. It's kind of fun. Good stuff. Uh, Charles Barkley (laughs) was awesome. Oh, it it was must-see TV. I remember watching it. Yeah. So that's where things get really interesting. The announcement of the match, well, then Brooks Kepka. Tweets at Aaron Rodgers and says, sorry, bro. 
at Aaron Rodgers. Yes. And if you're new to this conversation, well, that's because he's teaming up with Bryson DeChambeau. Correct. And Brooks Kepka, Bryson DeChambeau have a thing. Yes. After the video that came out, which, let's before you tell us anything else, mm-hmm. this further enhances the fact that Brooks Kepka might have leaked the video himself. Like, he obviously does not care that that video was out. No, no, not what – I mean, he, he could care less. And you know what? I respect it. I respect the pettiness. I respect of just being you and being completely annoyed by this person. Um, I don't know Bryson DeChambeau uh, personally, but the more I read, the more I do not like. So I like the fact that Brooks Kepka is kind of – and once again, like, here's the crazy thing, Brent, and we'll get into it in a second, but, like – I really don't know who the good guy and who the bad guy is, right? Because this is classic storytelling. This is classic professional wrestling right now. But in wrestling, you need a baby face and you need a heel. I'm going to be honest. I'm not sure who the baby face is and who the heel is right now. Well, it's a new Twitter chapter after today. Yes. Read us what happened next after Bruce Kepka says, sorry, bro, to Aaron Rodgers because he's got to team up with Bryson DeChambeau. So then Bryson DeChambeau chimes in, verified everything. He checks out. And says, and once again, takes at Brooks Kepka at Aaron Rodgers, it's nice to be living rent-free in your head. And that was Bryson DeChambeau to Brooks Kepka. Not going to lie, I like the comeback. Yeah, well, because okay? that was is actually one of my takes over the weekend of seeing this, yeah. is that it kind of does feel yeah. like someone, he annoys, you know, you ever have that person annoys you to the point where they are living in your head? Like, sure. whether you want to admit it or not, yeah. doesn't mean you can't beat them on the golf course, doesn't mean you can't beat them in a game of hoops, doesn't yeah. mean any of that, you can't lift more weights than them. Yep. But they're living in your head because they annoy you to that point. And that's what that video kind of showed me a little bit when DeChambeau walked by and Kepka said that. Now, you called this. I don't like how I said, and I quote yesterday, he's living rent-free in his head. So now I'm using the exact same verbiage that Bryson DeChambeau does. Yeah, so, now, so now I have to take a good look in the mirror and, and adjust what I'm bringing to the table. But then Brooks Kepka counters back. Now, this is a video. This is a 10-second video underneath Bryson DeChambeau saying it's nice to be living rent-free in your head. And in this video, um, you know, it's highlighted. It has the quotes. And apparently when Brooks Kepka was, it seems like on a practice round or something like that, somebody shouts, all right, broski. And then Brooks Kepka chimes back and says, whoever is calling me broski needs Brooksy, to get out of here. I'm sorry? Is he saying Brooksy or Brooksy? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. It looks like broski. Brooksy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he said, whoever is calling me Brooksy needs to get out of here. Yeah, which, well, by the way, is a common thing. Like, uh, if your name is yeah. Brooks, people will say, Brooksy? Brooksy, what's up? Oh, yeah. That, I mean, I know people that are named Brook, last name, first name, say Brooksy. Yeah, but, but here's... But the bottom but, line is yeah. he doesn't like it. It's no, like for Stewart sure. doesn't like when you call him Stu. True, true. But, like, it would be like, but it would be like us calling him Stu, but he doesn't like to be called Stuart. Because now you're elongating the name. Like, his name is Brooks. Brooksy... Is an added adjective. Like it's another. What do you call it? When, when you. Oh, uh, what do you call it when like a word's like a couple of things long? I, I'm t- completely blanking right now. You know what I'm saying? Like where it's not one rhyme but two rhymes. It sounds like. Oh my God! I can't think of it. You Whatever. Think about it, I'll later. think about it. But I'm not helping you. Out. I know they're not. You're adjectives. on an island here. Who's <sighs> you got me? Dude, yeah, you know. like who's is gonna have you. You know, you know, like when you're in school and like if a word has something, you gotta clap through it. So like unstoppable, unstop. Thank you. Syllables. Holy cow, yeah, man! Okay, couldn't good. even get syllables. That was good. We're working on the, syllables couldn't, here. Couldn't shake the cobwebs out of the story Brooks yeah. and Bryson. Okay, so anyways, so then underneath that, Phil Mickelson goes, "I feel like I'm in the middle of something, and you should step aside." 
except they want the current PGA champ, in quotations, obviously. So now Phil Mickelson I love Mickelson is chiming That was great. Now, keep in mind, he's part of the tournament, so yes. I, I get hyping it up. And Mickelson can say whatever he wants right but now. See, he's on top here's, of the world. Here's what I don't understand, though, Brent. Like, I, I love the banter, and I love Phil Mickelson being, you know, the oldest guy to maybe talk crap on Twitter ever. So congratulations <laughs> yeah, to Phil true. Mickelson. I mean, uh, <laughs> another title in his name. But, like, here's what I don't get about – I like the Bryson DeChambeau thing. The Brooks Kepka comeback with the video and Brooksy, okay. Yeah, I don't fully understand that. I just I, – I feel like, like the, the prize is on the table – but nobody's going after it. Like, go for the throat. You know, like, we're just, we're, we're slow. It's like we're in round one right now trying yeah. to fill each other out a little bit. That's well, a golf fight, This man. is It is a golf fight. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is a it, golf fight. It's, it's like this a, isn't hey, a rat beef hey, where. This is like watching a base brawl. Which yeah. Which is really yeah. a shoving match. And no, that's a good point. And, and swearing at people. No, th- th- that's a good point. This isn't like a rat beef where someone's ex gets brought into it and it's a big thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're right. This is golf. Okay, I mean, I'm sorry. you got to remember where we're at here. Yeah. I, well, I, what would you point. like to see somebody do here? I mean, let, let's just let's step up in the trash talking a little bit. Let's make it a little more personal. Like, meet me in the parking lot. Something like that is what I'm going for. Yeah, I, you know, the, the funny thing you said here, and I think about this all the time now. Mm-hmm. It's not just your MMA guys. It's not just Jake Paul. Yeah. But every time something like this happens, I'm like, is this being manufactured? Yeah. Right? I really don't think it's manufactured. I, I think the disdain is real. I don't think the manufacturing of something like this would be supported by the PGA, quite frankly. So I don't they're, – they're not asking these guys to do that. The only thing that made me feel like it might be a little manufactured is the fact that Phil jumped in the middle of it, kind of like to egg it on. True. You know, instead yeah. of stepping in where your buddies might try to be like, guys, can't we all get along? Yeah. Phil's like, <laughs> no, see, <laughs> just jumps where, right where, where I think that it's manufactured, because listen, once again, I like the Bryson DeChambeau clapback, where he goes, I'm living rent for your head. We all agreed on it. That's great. Fantastic. I don't like the response from Brooks Kepka yeah. when he's posting a video what am I of like. missing on that response? I was hoping you guys were going to be no, able to I mean, translate that. So essentially what it was is I think Brooks Kepka saying, you, you called me Brooksy, I told you off. Now I'm posting the video to try to embarrass you. But it's not like, to me, it's not that much of a burn. Yeah, I, I and actually, that's why I think it's this I whole actually thought fake. it would have been a better burn if, if DeChambeau tweeted the video. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Am I missing something there? Somebody clarify why that video showed up and why that to, why Brooks would have tweeted that video. Yeah, to me, it's just Brooks kept saying, well, hey, I, I told you to, to get out of here. Ha, ha, ha. Like, okay. You know, it's just weird. So that's why I think it could be a little fabricated because I feel like something that's fabricated, that's what you would say. Like, we're, you're cracking a joke saying, remember that one time you called me Brooksy, I told you to get out of here? That's why I think it's a little fabricated. You know what I say? I say screw it, man. Forget the match. Forget Aaron Rodgers and Brady. Get in the and ring. Mickelson. Get in the ring. Just get Kepka and, and in DeChambeau ring. out on the, if you want the ring, fine. But okay, out well, on the course. Oh, And just yeah. go head to head. Golf. I just yeah. let them stare each other down for a hole. <laughs> like, would you? I think people would watch that right now. You know, like the old match race? Get, yeah. Get get the match race going. I mean, actually, we did have this with Tiger and Phil yeah. a couple of years ago, but there was so well, much money on the line, it was like they were friendly anyway. If you if you really wanted the ratings and, and you wanted all the hype and the trending topic, with all due respect to Phil Mickelson, because I, I know that you're riding on high right now, but you have to respectfully walk away from the celebrity uh, pro thing and let Brooks Kepka take your spot. Oh, that's what you have that to do. That would be good. That's that would be good. That's where the ratings are at. Once again, with all due respect to Phil Mickelson, we love you, but do the right thing here and step aside. Let Brooks Kepka take your spot, and now let's talk about ratings going. Not it's not necessarily head to head, but it pretty much is head to head.
I like that. So talk to your boy Phil because you guys are like kindred spirits and all being left-handed. Yes. And step aside. Phil, for the betterment of all of us, yeah. we just watched you. We love the moment. We are still relishing in the moment. Stand it's out, forever Phil. etched in our memory. It is. Phil, Brent probably right cried. And give us another moment. Yes. Brooks and Bryson. Sir, step aside, please. Brooks Kepka, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Bryson DeChambeau. <laughs> if that were to happen, Come you on. think like Rodgers and Brady would kind of pull out of it and be like, listen, I'm not going to. I don't want to get in between that. I don't know. Cause I don't know. I mean, like Rodgers really would kind of get something out of it. It feels like, I don't know about Brady as much, but Aaron Rodgers Brent, is right up Aaron Brady, Rodgers' alley. Brady's firing out all that Aaron Rodgers, though. You, see, you saw his meme game where he used the Brooks Kepka meme where it was like when, when Green Bay goes for a field goal on fourth down. And then it was Aaron Rodgers. You saw what Tom Brady tweeted today. Shots fired at Aaron Rodgers. So, no, they're not going to walk away from it. So, Phil Mickelson. Because all we're going to talk about if Phil Mickelson's in this tournament, it's going to be, oh, look at his shades. And it's going to be Tom Brady and, and the shades. Get Phil Mickelson <laughs> out of here. The shades are good. The sh- you, the, tell us what they are, though, because he's trying to be so coy about it. I don't know. I, don't I, mean. know. I, I need two answers from Phil, by the way, while we're on the topic. And Phil hopefully can call in the show or something. Be great. But, what are the shades? What's the brand? Like, nobody why is knows. He selling those, like why? Because because he's trying to be coy about it. He's trying to be like the cool dude who's not gonna give away the secret. But Phil loves. Hey, we all love money. Phil don't mind money getting an endorsement. Brent, he's classes. a professional golf. I think he's gonna be okay. Like, money's not a, a motive anymore. I understand. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah I guess. Maybe. <laughs> uh, and then the other thing I need to know is what else occurs on the 36-hour fasting. Like, help me out, Phil. I'm, I'm willing to do- jump in on the Dude, I'm telling you. Fasting, but what else happens the rest of the week? Oh, you know, oh like, I got you. Can I eat anything? He's going hard while. Can I drink beer? Yeah. Can I have sugar? Like, what happens the rest of the week after a 36-hour fast? Like, I need yep. to know that. No, that's a, good, that's a good call. Phil, so, please step down, sir. Please, Phil. Do it for the betterment of golf. Please call the show and answer. Give yeah. us some answers. And then step down. Mind. I mean, I know you're not busy at all. No, not at all. <laughs> Dude, are you celebrating? What are you drinking? You're good. Come on, man. Uh, we'll be back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. We are live at Baker's Sporting Goods right off Beach Boulevard. Come on out say hello. Beer until 6 o'clock with ESPN 690. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, it's been, it's been different, but it's been really good. And being able to be a small part in different people's journeys and getting to meet new people, whether that's business or getting to meet Jackson and present that award to him, whatever it is, it's, it's just cool getting to meet great people and that's something that I've always loved and it's a cool part of I guess my new job is that I get to do that so it's it's exciting good perspective right there from Trevor Lawrence talking about impacting others and uh, again I always go back to what we've talked about the last few months a lot of people think it's going to impact a lot of things not mm-hmm. not just on the football field here in Jacksonville and, and even bigger than that uh, so <laughs> we got the you want Zach to Strongoski I yeah. hope I said that correctly. Yeah. Um, he was like, he just says to me, he's like, I was listening to it. You and Austin were driving me crazy. With so what? he basically explained to us the video on the Brooks Bryson thing. That's was, I, I totally in, yeah. misinterpreted it. Well, we, we both did. Okay? We both did. We're, I mean, and Brent, this is more on you because I'm not in the, the whole golf fandom thing. So you, you should know better. Well, so I'm whole, disappointed in when you. When the first video came out the other day, and Brooks, you know, obviously the comments, the thing that get everything going. Yeah. Somebody, I saw that video, the video of him being called Brooksy. Yeah. Well, I just assumed, I never looked closely at it. I was more listening, and <laughs> I just thought it was Brooks. As did I. The whole time. 
Well, it's not. It's DeChambeau. That's why the whole thing is Some sad. fan thought he was Brooks Kepka yes. and Bryson DeChambeau got upset about it. Now, <laughs> once I'm again. Not, but I told you I'm an idiot because I thought I thought it was Kepka the whole time in the and, <laughs> and so did I. And and I'm a super casual. I'm not going to make I'm not going to apologize for the mistake because it's truly what I thought. I'm not going to apologize <laughs> for that. Mistake, but at the at that interpretation. Horrible interpretation. But at the same time, more, this is more me than you, Brent, because you're the golf fan. So once again, super disappointed in you. Should be. But from I my perspective, to. uh, you know, hey golf, give me digestible, you know, trash talking back and forth. Because right now you got me eating like jello with chopsticks. It's not working. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing too much work right now. <laughs> I, I, I need something more visual. digestible, please. You should have so, a jello with chopsticks contest. Doesn't it? Hey, spoiler alert. Not going to happen. <laughs> Almost work. next to impossible. Next to impossible. So I, I need something I a little more digestible from, from from your golf peers, Kuz please. Kuz probably sit here and tell me that he could do jello and chopsticks. Kuz, you, you, you big jello and chopsticks guy? I mean, I haven't tried, but I think I could do it. How about Jello in the no, air fryer? Does no, that you work? Can. <laughs> no, I don't think that's what. I don't think that's gonna work. Is there deep fried Jello? Oh, I'm sure. I mean, deep fried everything. They, yeah, they deep fry Coca Cola. They deep fry yeah. ice cream. That's a good point. I've never oh, seen deep, deep fried. fried. You had deep fried ice cream? Oh, deep fried ice cream. Oh, mouth is watering right now. Uh, deep fried Jello, I've never seen even out there. So I, I mean, sure might, they could do it. But might I have something there. It would be a weird like texture. Yeah. Do you think we should start doing a cooking element of the show? Maybe like daily or like we make like some of our favorite recipes. What are you talking about? I don't about? know. Just have like a five-minute segment about. I like it. Cooking. Yeah, for like, sure. Really, you could probably do a whole thing on like what the hell is in that meal that you eat every day. Well, I mean, it, it varies up a little bit here. And, and by the way, don't act like it's a bad thing because one of the not. one of the fine thing one of the fine guys here at Baker Sports really gave me a compliment about. I see I you, man, during the break. Like he respects it. He's a workout warrior. He's a workout warrior as well. So game recognizes game. But yeah, I, we do a little food segment every every five minutes or so every day. I mean, I like well, it. not every five minutes. But okay. <laughs> no, yeah, for sure, for sure. But I mean, how many different things? are in that Tupperware. Oh, man, let's break it out then real quick. Like, I, I just feel like this This takes, like, so we got, I think showering, shaving, yeah. getting my hair ready in the morning. Three things that I, well, I, mean, I do take a shower. I, I think is kind of, that's time-consuming enough. I can only yeah. imagine how long this takes. Oh, Brent, this is already pre-planned, though, man. I, I actually, like they, they prep your meals for you, so you scoop, scoop them up. Oh, okay. Well, so what we have here, we have fennel. We have uh, some cucumbers. Huh? What's fennel? What's fennel? <laughs> I mean, you guys got to culture yourselves a little bit, huh? You, you guys don't know what fennel is? No. Okay, I mean, I didn't really know what a syllable was, so that's fine. <laughs> uh, fennel, is a, fennel is a flowering plant species in the carrot family. Okay, is Brooks okay, so or Bryson DeChambeau eating fennel? <laughs> <laughs> Probably both, man, because it's kind of like a superfood. Uh, we got Brussels sprouts. Um, we have, uh, beans, like, um, like, like, uh, brown beans. Okay. And then we got, uh, pork, like, uh, ground up pork. Is that it? Italian Does I pork. see cauliflower in there? Oh, yeah, there's some cauliflower there's in here. There's zucchini in there. There's some cauliflower, there's some zucchini, there's some carrots, so we, we have a nice, uh, yeah, you know, because, you know what nutritionists tell you, it's all about the color of your plate. Colors yeah, you, you have to have a lot of vibrant colors. All right. Oh, and we got some black beans as well. I'm just thinking we could do that. Uh, we could make a little. We feel like we talk about cooking enough. Yeah. Maybe we should just start. You know, it, maybe make it a segment every day. It's so day. wild, and I've had this conversation in the past football couple of days. Food. Uh, football and food. Let's get it. Football at five, but football and food at five makes you hungry on your way home. It's so amazing what how much I love to talk. Work. It's so amazing like, how much I love to talk about like food, but like I don't know really how to how to cook at all. But like I'll talk about it all day, right? Like I mean, I love watching the Food Network. 
Iron Chef chop. I mean, yeah, we yeah. talked to Jay Spitz. But you don't like to actually. But, but I can't. I can't cook with a darn. Just like I don't like. You don't like, even like it. Like you don't even try. See, nah, no, no. There's a lot effort. of people out there that don't. They're not good at cooking. Yeah. But cooking is one of those things that if they do it and they like it and they try it, they think they're good at cooking. Sure, sure. They you get a little cocky about it. They do. It. Like yeah. They, and they're like, oh, this tastes good. But, yeah. You know, even if you or I taste, made it, it probably would taste the same. Like probably. There's a difference between being that's really me. Cook and, that, that yeah. I do that. And thinking you're a good cook. <laughs> also, right? did you like, see? I mean, I've scored nine career points in the ABA. I think I'm a good basketball player. Yeah. The reality is, I'm probably not. <laughs> now I am, Mr. Th- Mr. Did, Thanksgiving. Well, speaking of basketball, did you see that uh, Guy Fieri got like an NBA style contract with the Food Network? I, He's know, earned I it. Almost brought that up yesterday. It was at three years, eighty million dollars. Yeah. 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 And is that di- what's that? Diners, drive-ins, and yeah. drive. What is it? Diners, drive-ins. But he's also doing... No, uh, dives. dives. Diners, drive-ins, and dives. So is that still, like, very much a thing? Oh, is that why... But he's also doing the... Uh, he's, he's doing Guy's Groceries games. Yeah, that one. Um, oh, yeah. So it's the whole package of Guy Fieri. Oh, you're, you're, you're getting the everything. You're you're getting Guy Fieri and his, his essence of all his shows. Okay, yeah. I Which, thought they just bought, like, the driver's... Dives, diners, yep. diners, whatever the heck the name is. Close enough. And Close for enough. that show, Brent, by the way, when I was in New Orleans, we went to – it was like a barbecue place that was featured on that. And the the owner told us while we were there, they used to just do it out of their backyard. Like it was a little tiny like hut that they did it out of. Yeah. And Those after stores. they were featured on the show, they had to buy the house next to them just to be able to house the amount of people that oh, were coming by. Oh, he was in Jacksonville, you know. Well, yeah. Many yeah. times. Yeah. 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 He, think, he helped right? out a couple of businesses. I don't, they're not paying us it's to big, talk about them, so I'm not going to say that. Right? But yeah, Metro Diner. Yeah. Uh, doing really good for themselves. Uh, <clears throat> we've had Metro Diner on before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, never mind. So he was at Metro Diner, but he had the meatloaf. Because they really know if they're meatloaf. Yeah. So, like, he was he was hyping that up. Once I've been again. I've Metro Diner a lot, and I don't think I've had the meatloaf. Yeah, because they, they do and more I than like breakfast. You know, but they do more than breakfast. But I never would have guessed the meatloaf until I saw di- uh, Driver's di- that show. <laughs> triple D. Drivers. You call it Triple D. That's, that sounds Drivers, like drunks. No. Uh, no uh, dying, yeah, whatever. You do a golf the owners of Metro Diner were Heavy hitters in Metro Diner earlier this morning. Really? Yeah. Okay. Out the batting cages. Nice. The kids were getting in work. You wait. You kids are getting. Seven o'clock in the morning. They woke up at seven o'clock in the. Are they still in school? Yes. Mm. Not going to school or what? Yeah, they don't okay. go to school. To school doesn't start till like nine fifteen. That sounds amazing. I mean, living the life, huh? Nine fifteen. Until four, but uh, that's that's a good point. We're in the batting yeah, cages. Right. Last I mean, night at 10 and I love the effort. I love the effort. Now, if this is the summertime. That's why I need Baker's Sporting Goods baseballs in. and softballs. We Absolutely. go through a lot of them. Wearing those things out, ripping the cover off the ball. <laughs> All right, it, seriously, is Guy Fieri worth $80 million? Hands down. Oh, to, yeah. To the, yeah, absolutely. The guy's one of the biggest names in food. Like, but you would, like, think about an athlete. Who would we say that about? Is he worth that? Jake Paul. <laughs> But you know, it's but but you get everything. You get the YouTube and all that good stuff. So, what a what a wild world. I always think it's crazy. Like, I live in the sports world. Yeah. So Patrick Mahomes making forty million or a half a billion or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the way it goes. Mm-hmm. Guy Fieri, like making eighty million over three years. Yeah. For food stuff mm-hmm. is like holy bleep. Yeah. Whereas somebody else would be like, I can't believe Patrick Mahomes is making a half a billion dollars <laughs> to play football. Right? It's no, just funny sure. how we live in different worlds. It's, just, it's, it's wild how, because, like, you know, Guy Fieri, like, his whole thing with the spiked hair and, like, the. Say, like, like the, you're saying I mean, you're I, saying I, you know, I, well. well, I show him a little more respect than oh. you do, and that's fine. It's kind of like Giannis out of the Kempo. Just call him the Greek freak yeah, if I you want. Yeah, just call him the Greek freak. Yeah, just call him the Greek freak. But, but it. 
but but it's amazing how Fieri, like he's you know, he turned like I mean, if you saw him on the street, you'd be like, look at like you know, you wouldn't get it. Like the spiked yeah. hair, he's got like the necklace still, he's got the tattoos and like the bowling glam shirt. But dude, he, he pulls it off so great. Yeah. It's can awesome. You, can you say that R like in my name, Brent Martino, like Guy Fieri? Like yeah. that? Brent Ma- no, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't work, man. You couldn't do it. Brent Brent? Like that? Yeah. Guy Fieri? Brent? Yeah, no, see now it's on. more like Hispanic Football now. Football at good. five and maybe some food coming up next on ESPN six ninety.